What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. That was Ariana Grande with Seven Rings. Is that not the bop of like the month? Is that not the vibe right now? You like my hair? Gee, thanks. Just bought it. I mean, come on, Ari. Ariana Grande has been a vibe like these past two albums. But anywho, Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the show. We are on episode 22. Shockingly enough, you guys are still rocking with me, and I appreciate you more than you know. I've missed you like crazy. Let's jump into the show. Okay, so let's catch up a little bit. Um, I have not been with you guys because... 2019 has been nuts. Uh, I've been growing like crazy in my business. Shout out to electric87.com. So I've just been overwhelmed and swamped kicking the new year off with so much good shit that I have not been recording as much as I would like to, but I've missed you guys and I'm back at it. Uh, I just got back from Manchester, England for the Paris Saint-Germain Manchester soccer. I keep wanting to say soccer, but they call it football football game and it was nuts like if I don't know if you guys if you guys have ever been to like a professional soccer game but that shit is wild it was 75,000 people and it was freezing cold and everybody was big lit so shout out to Paris Saint-Germain for rocking that game I didn't understand none of it but I was flirting with all the boys and it was lit it was like Big fun. Um, the other exciting event, not the other, because God knows I do the most, but um, the other super exciting event that I attended over the past few weeks was the 10X Growth Conference. Ooh, child, like that was three days of just motivation, learning, networking, and really leveling up. Uh, If you don't know what the 10X Growth Conference is, let me put you on. Grant Cardone is the master of sales. This is the guy who could sell, you know, ice to an Eskimo. Uh, This is what he does. This is who he is. He lives, eats, sleeps, breathes, selling, 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 selling. His philosophy is that everything in life is sales. Every single thing you do in this life is sales. And if you are one of those people who shies away from sales, you will continue to be mediocre because you're not accepting the truth of the world. And uh, this has worked for him, obviously. Uh, And he, one of his passions in life is teaching this philosophy to others. This is why he became a master salesman. He's been studying it for 30 years and he's a best-selling author He is a serial entrepreneur and he holds one billion with a B dollars worth of real estate. Real estate is his main uh, market and he's just a fucking rock star. He turns a lot of people off because he's so cocky and he's so aggressive. But, uh, you know, if you know anything about me, that is my lane. That is my alley. It's just different, though. Like when you know your shit especially as an entrepreneur, when you know your shit, it's, it's like not possible to not be cocky and not be aggressive because your passion is so real. Like, uh, it's just part of being an alpha. And then you multiply that by being a business owner and, you know, cocky and aggressive is just the nature of the game. So, uh, Grant talks about a lot about his peers, 
uh, coming down on him for those tactics. But people like me, we love it and we want to 10x. So people come from all around the world to attend this 10x growth conference. So for three days, Grant took over Marlins Park. Marlins Park is where the um, Major League Baseball team, the Miami Marlins, play. It is 30, it seats, excuse me, 35,000 people. And it is a gorgeous stadium with a retractable roof. Like it, it's fucking phenomenal. It's a gorgeous venue. And for three days, every day was sold out, full of people from all over the world flying in to learn sales tactics, network with other entrepreneurs, um, hear from motivational speakers, and 10x their life. So the whole concept behind 10X is uh, basically take what your dream is, take what your goal is, and multiply it by 10. Level up. Too many of us aim too low and don't want enough or just want mediocrity. And it just, it's not good enough for Grant Cardone. It's not good enough for me. It's not good enough for you. If your goal is to make 100 grand this year, Level that shit up and make it a million dollar goal. 10 exit. Take everything in your life that you want and multiply it by 10 and make that your new goal. And once you reach that million dollars a year, multiply that by 10 and try to make 10 million a year and continue to 10x. If you're trying to 10x all the time, you will always level up and you will always get there faster than those people who are settling for mediocre. So that's kind of the the push behind what 10X is. So this conference was three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, February 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, or 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, something like that. And this was Super Bowl weekend, which was wild. Like, it's so crazy that he would schedule this event during the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. And he spoke to that when he hopped on stage. He was saying, like, you know, everyone told him that he was crazy for asking 35,000 people to fly in from all over the world instead of participating in Super Bowl activities. But those that 10X, those that are married to this entrepreneurial journey, those that have this shit in their blood don't care about the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, it's it's interesting and, you know, maybe we might want to partake. Not me, because I stand with Cap, but anywho, some of us who were really pumped about the Super Bowl uh, may have wanted to partake in some activities. And Grant's whole stance was those of us that are 10Xing our life, we got time for that later. We got time for that once we hit a million in sales or have, you know, uh, multiple streams of income or have bought that dream home or just have leveled up our lives in all the ways that we want to, that's when we got time for Super Bowl. We ain't got time for Super Bowl right now to the point where we're going to prioritize that over an enormous event like the 10X Growth Conference. So some of the speakers that really stood out to me, there were several, um, Ty Lopez, Jesse Eitzler, John Maxwell, Ryan Dice, Russell Brunson, Elena Cardone, I mean, Pete Vargas, like the list of guest speakers was incredible. Some of these people I had heard of, some of these people I had not heard of, but the amount of value that they brought to the table, I mean, it was It was wild. It was so good. The very first person that spoke was Russell Brunson, founder of ClickFunnels. 
And Russell spoke to us about how he took ClickFunnels and in three years made it a $100 million business. In three years. That is no time. That is shocking. That is insane levels of success and the science behind how he did it, borrowing no money from anyone, but revolutionizing the way business was done. It was just, I mean, in the first hour of the 10X Growth Con, I got so much value out of Russell Brunson's speech. You guys know I have an e-commerce site, electric87.com, um, bomb fashion for women at affordable prices, whatever. The things I learned from Russell Brunson and his speech about ClickFunnels have revolutionized my business. I have 10 x my business in the first hour of this conference. How crazy is that? And I've been in e-commerce for a few years now, and I learned some hacks from Russell Bronson in that first hour. And this is a three-day event. So he blew me away. It was fantastic. Anyone who sells anything needs a click funnel. If you don't know what a click funnel is, we'll maybe we'll talk about that on another on another show, but stop what you're doing and go get your fucking click funnel together, your sales funnel together right now and step your money up for 2019. I'm clapping in the microphone. Sorry, y'all. But I'm excited about this. This shit was so good. Um, some of the other speakers included Steve Harvey, who I've been a fan of for many, many years, uh, like since Kings of Comedy Days. So Steve Harvey, I've read one of his books, Think Like a Man, which I loved and agreed with a lot of the principles in there. But his main theme of his talk was about God. And I'm not a religious person, but I am a very spiritual person. I believe in a higher power. And it was very refreshing to hear Steve um, thank that higher power, be so in love with that higher power, and want to preach it to the masses. So his main underlying message of his talk was about your gift and how your gift will make room for you. And that just was so inspirational to me. Like Steve's gift is comedy. And his point was, I could work in a factory, I could be a school teacher, I could be uh, a mortician. My gift is comedy, period. The words that fall out of my mouth are just funny. It is what it is. And look at how God has given me that gift and then used that gift to make room for me at the table and build my own table and be able to bring others into my table. And that was really profound for me. And it doesn't have to be a religious thing, but you can recognize that your talents come from somewhere and those talents will make room for you. And I thought that was extremely profound. And Steve spoke about how you find out what that gift is. It's just the thing that is most natural to you. The thing you can do better than everybody else around you without even, you know, batting an eyelash. The, that is what your gift is. Take that and follow that and persevere behind that gift and it will change your life for the better. So that was like the best takeaway. And it was a really um, outstanding kind of moment from Steve Harvey recognizing the the greater purpose behind how he became who he is. Another one of my favorite speakers was 
Bethany Frankel. Bethany Frankel from The Real Housewives of New York City, we all know from that franchise. And she had so many value points in her chat. But one of my favorites was the Skinny Girl Cocktail. That is her, that was her baby and her creation. And she turned this idea that she had on The Real Housewives into a brand because everyone, she had made the cocktail on the show, long story short, and then she would go out and about and every bartender she ever met would tell her that people are ordering this cocktail left and right, like, thanks to you. So the light bulb goes off in her head, I need to do something about this. And she flashed back to Sarah Jessica Parker on um, Sex in the City and how Sarah brought Cosmopolitans back onto the radar of every household in America that was watching Sex in the City, which is a huge show. And her character would always order it on the show. But Sarah Jessica Parker in real life never did anything with that. And Bethany did not want that same fate. So even though she knew absolutely zero about the beverage business, she started a beverage company. She didn't even start out that way. Initially, she just wanted to be kind of a brand ambassador for this type of cocktail. She wanted to be the little guy. And even that wasn't working. She was approaching every company. It wasn't working. So she started her own company. No one wanted to partner with her. She approached the great gooses of the world and they all said no. Long story short, she kicks it off herself and it becomes the fastest selling cocktail brand in history. $125 million was the deal that she did with Jim Beam. How insane is that? And the takeaway that I loved most from listening to Bethany was just about, she didn't know anything about the beverage business and she didn't care. She had an idea and all she know, all she knew, excuse me, was that she had to persevere to see this through because she knew she had something. And, It was missing in the marketplace and she was going to seize that opportunity, period. Like she said on the stage, decide that you're going to fly, throw yourself out of the plane and assemble the parachute on the way down. And that's how I do business. That's how I've run my life and it's worked for me. And to hear someone as successful as her say those same things, it just meant a lot to me. That was like a big takeaway from Bethany's time on the stage. Another amazing thing that she told us about was something called the Bethany Clause. So when she started The Real Housewives, remember, reality shows weren't what they are today. This was an unknown, untested uh, type of television that no one was doing yet. This was, what, nine, almost 10 years ago, if not more at this point. And as an unknown Joe Schmo nobody from nowhere, she told Bravo that she would not sign a contract that stated that she had to give Bravo a portion of whatever business she started on the show. That was in her contract and she refused to sign it. And that became known as the Bethany Clause which they're not doing that anymore. So you can hang it up. All those people that are trying to get on TV, you can hang that part up because they learned their lesson. Um, But she said no. And she had nothing. She says this on the stage. She had eight grand to her name. And in New York, eight grand is like having $800, really. So she had nothing and no business and, and no popularity and no fame and no anything. 
But she just, she knew, she felt it. She felt that that didn't make sense to her, which is why when she did the $125 million Jim Bing deal, she didn't know Bravo or NBC Universal a damn dime. Like it's stuff like that, that that's the renegade shit. That is what makes you a maverick. That is the thing that sets you apart from the next person because so many people are ready, willing, and able to sell their souls just to get that sliver of a toe in the door for that piece of fame. And um, Bethany, she said no, and look at her now. And like, I just found that so impressive and just a, something to hold on to. You know, when those opportunities are presented to you, make sure that shit is all the way right. Because if it's not all the way right, you're going to regret it. And it means it wasn't sent by the universe. This is not what you manifested. If you have to give up something you really believe in, in order to participate in whatever this uh, opportunity may be. So that was huge. Loved, loved, loved Bethany's speech. Another speech I loved was Sarah Blakely. So Sarah Blakely is the founder of Spanx. She is the youngest self-made billionaire female in the world, a rock star, mother of four. And um, she was talking about starting Spanx, couldn't get any help, had to do the entire project by herself, owns all of Spanx by herself, which is why she's uh, the fastest self-made billionaire in the world. And um, one of the first words out of her mouth when she hit the stage was manifest. And, you know, that really was like, it pushed my wig back. <laughs> like, I've been manifesting. Manifesting is is my passion. It's my true love. I discovered it a little bit over a year ago. It has changed my life. Uh, I will do more episodes on manifesting or an episode on manifesting. It's, it's something that everyone's not ready to receive. So I haven't decided to do it on the show. But after hearing Sarah talk about it, I do want to do an episode on manifesting. But anyway, it was just confirmation that I'm on the right path, that these rock star boss bitches and, and, and gentlemen are manifesting and visualizing their lives and it's working and it's gotten them to a stage like this. So one thing that I'm manifesting is I want to start doing speaking engagements. I want to be on a stage like 10X Growth Con with 35,000 people coming to see me and feeling what I have to say. So when I'm on a 10X stage or some similar stage someday, this is where you heard it first that I have decided that I am going to speak uh, at a event like this someday and have a crowd love me and be motivated by me and be inspired by me so that I can put that effect onto someone else that I felt while I was at Grant Cardone's uh, 10X Growth Con. It was like a magical three days. It really was. It's really a tribe. Like I would be out after the conference way on the other side of town and I might see somebody wearing their 10X lanyard. Like I was wearing my lanyard the entire night, even after the event was over because it just was a conversation starter and you would meet like-minded individuals that want to level up their businesses, their health, their finances, their lives in every single way. And it really was, it was just dope. And this was only the third one. So I can only imagine what Grant has in store for um, the future 10X growth cons. So his book, 
the 10x rule is the next thing I will be reading. I just finally finished You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. I hope I'm saying her last name right. So just finished that. Next book up is uh, 10x rule. Next book after that is Think and Grow Rich um, again. Read it before. Time to read it again. And uh, yeah, my book list is wild. If you guys want, I would be happy to share the book list with you guys. Oh yeah, before I wrap up the 10x growth con chat, I want to give you guys a little bit of homework. So when Steve Harvey was on stage, Grant Cardone like stopped him mid-speech and was like, oh, can I show them your phone? This is for 35,000 people. So he got Steve's phone and held it up to the camera so we could all see it. And what was there was Steve's lock screen. And the lock screen was a collage of like brand names, dollar amounts, pictures of homes, like, you know, uh, uh, really tiny versions of things that Steve is working on. So Steve got on the mic and he was like, yes, so this is my vision board. And I have it on my lock screen so that I see it a million times a day, every day, and I can manifest and bring these things into my experience of my life. And it was a home that his wife saw that he wants to buy. It was Chick-fil-A, and I guess he's um, investing or franchising in Chick-fil-A in some way. It was $3 million uh, liquid cash hanging around his house. It was $100 million in assets. It was a private plan. It was all of these things uh, that he wants in his life and he needs to reach these goals. So he needs to see it every day. And it was dope because, you know, I've always seen the whole vision board thing, but this was more my style. This was more concrete. This made more sense for me. So this is my homework that I'm assigning to you guys. Do your vision board on your phone. Make it your lock screen. I will share mine on the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying Instagram. I will share it on the site for you guys because um, I really love it. Like I've had it now for two weeks and I look at it 10 times a day and it really is inspirational. I mean, I want to have X, Y, and Z and you know, there's no other, I can't have it if I don't see it. If I don't put it in my mind first, I will never achieve it. So I'm pounding it into the back of my brain so that every day I don't want to do something. I want to give up. I'm not in the mood. Fuck that. It's time to 10X. Look at this and remind yourself of what you want and your dreams will come true if you work your ass off and you manifest them. So that's my homework assignment for you guys. Did you go to the 10X Growth Con? Why didn't you go? Do you want to go next year? Have I sold you on it? This was a bomb ass event. It was my very first uh, event of this kind, but it for sure will not be my last. Please hit me up and let me know what you thought about the 10X Growth Con. If you're one of the 35,000 people that attended this sold out event. And I didn't even tell y'all, Grant on the very first day, he parachuted into the stadium. It has a retractable roof. Giant yellow parachute comes flying in to get the crowd pumped up. There were pyrotechnics. He brought out his new Rolls Royce truck. Snoop Dogg performed. Like, it was just so much going on, y'all. This could be a three-day episode, but I'm trying to keep it short. Just in case you didn't go to the 10X Growth Con, I hope to see you guys there next year. This one was in Miami, praise God. Hopefully it's in Miami again next year, but shout out to all the dope-ass people I met 
at that event. Like I know that it's been it's been over for weeks and I'm still absolutely pumped every time I think about it. And I'm sure once I read 10X, the 10X rule book, oh Lord, we're gonna have to do like 12 episodes on that. <sighs> so moving on, before we get out of here, of course, I've got to give you the get rich tip of the week. And this one is inspired by no one other than Grant Cardone himself. And this one is about residual income, a word, a phrase that we in the get rich or get drunk trying tribe live for and love. And um, residual income is income that you do not have to go to work to get. You don't have to clock in. You are not trading dollars for hours anymore at this point. This is where you are making money in your sleep, honey, and nothing in this life is more exciting than residual income, passive income, same thing. So get you some. That's really it. Get you some. Find out what you need to do to have passive income in your life, whether that's invest in crowdfunded real estate, uh, Airbnb out your place, dividend income from your stocks, like peer-to-peer lending, high-yield accounts, write a book, whatever you need to do to get some residual income in your life, that is mandatory. Get on it, period. Do not let the next quarter go by without putting forth effort to getting some residual income in your life, some royalties for something, write a jingle. I don't know what you need to do. Get on it. This is Grant Cardone's thing because, you know, he's in real estate and he's in like multifamily apartment rentals and homes. So every month when that rent check comes in, his check is coming in. Easy breezy. And this is how the rich get richer because It's coming in on its own and you can focus on other projects that require much more active work out of you while still getting this money coming in on a regular basis. And it is a major key. Like I wish I had been taught about passive and residual income when I was way younger because I would be sitting on that Grant Cardone type of check if I had known about it when I was super, super young, get on it. Do not let 2019 pass without mastering a form of residual income, if not multiple, because there's so many. We do a whole other show about residual income. But for now, that is a takeaway tip for today on getting rich. And now that the money is right, we need a good ass cocktail to close out the evening. So this cocktail this week, the Get Drunk Cocktail of the Week, it's called the Frisky Whiskey. Just the name alone makes you smile, right? So all you need for the Frisky Whiskey Cocktail is one ounce of Michael Collins Irish Whiskey, one ounce of Baron Jaeger Honey Liqueur, one ounce of fresh OJ, a quarter ounce of simple syrup, and two dashes of Angostura bitters. Add all the ingredients into a shaker, fill with ice, shake and strain into a highball glass, and then top that with fresh ice. Give it an orange peel for garnish and you are all set. I mean, it's February, it's Black History Month, it's cold probably where you live. I mean, shit, it was just a polar vortex in my hometown of Chicago. Shout out to everybody there that survived that crazy ass weather. So you need a good, like, warming 
drink like whiskey in February. Make this frisky whiskey. Work on your residual income. Do your vision board. Read the 10x rule book and meet me here next week when we can talk about the 10x rule book and how we are changing our lives and 10xing and leveling up our shit. Okay, is that a deal? I'm glad. Love you guys so much. I will see you back here sooner rather than later. I'm going to be more consistent with this show because I'm 10Xing, so I have to commit. And shout out to everybody that is in Cardone University. I'm 2% finished. (laughs) And the next time I speak to you, I'll probably only be 2.5% finished because there's so much information in school right now in Cardone University. I love you all and I look forward to hearing from you. Email me at asia at getrichorgetdrunktrying.com. Like the show, subscribe to the show, follow me on Instagram at getrichorgetdrunktrying and my personal page at kamikazekitten and I will see you next week. Bye guys, love you, be good.